Hi there, beautiful souls. I'm thrilled to welcome you to the enchanting world of traditional medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your guide on this journey, Jimena Garcia. And in this captivating podcast, we embark on a journey to explore the depths of self-discovery through the magic of traditional medicine. Sit back, relax, and let's uncover the mysteries of plant medicine together. Hello, 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 amazing, beautiful listeners and souls of the universe. (laughs) Welcome to another episode for another series of Master Plans. We took a little break um, due to the holidays and also, you know, collecting this information and finding the plans that want to be spoken of is also part of the journey. It's really interesting how as I continue doing this work, there is more understanding and respect for the work that I do with plants and and, in this market. And for today's episode, I spent a a good amount of time learning and studying, listening and collecting information. And in that process... I was listening to the video of my maestra about this particular plant that I will let you know which one we're going to talk about in a minute. And I remember that in March of this year, when I did the production of pictures and videos for the website and for the marketing and for everything, we did a video of her talking about this particular plant, this particular master And something that she said at the beginning of the video was she said that before she went to speak of it, she connected to the plant and she asked permission from the plant to speak of it. And she connected to it. And I heard that when she was talking in March, because I was there, but I don't think I heard it until today which it has come to my understanding that every single plan that we have spoken in the last episodes of our master plan series have been spoken of because they want to be known. They want to share their knowledge, their information with us, which is beautiful. And now I hold it much more sacred because if they don't, they won't. It's that simple. I could do all the research on it. I could go to Google and look for it, but the information that is out there for different plants, different master plants is there because they allow it to be there. So remember that. It's, It's like you and me. The reason why people know about us is because we allow it. We put it on social media. We put it on Instagram. Uh, we share with people. That's how people get to know us, not only from a personal perspective, but also a community perspective. So just something that it came to me today, that's how much of a consciousness they also are. And this particular plant, this particular tree, this particular master is one that it has started to come to light um, a lot and is being much more heard of than has ever been. And this tree, maybe some of you have heard of it before, maybe some of you have not. 
I don't know. However, I have heard of it a lot in the last two years of my of my life. It came to me um, one time in Iquitos. I remember I was finishing a retreat, and I was I was so exhausted of facilitating and doing all the things that I was doing. And I walk into the store. Uh, that I always go to this art craft store with my friend Jesus sells this incredible art. And as soon as I walked in, I saw this necklace, this beautiful, wonderful necklace. And I saw it and it completely drew my attention. Like as soon as I saw it, I've heard it must be mine. I must own this thing. This thing should be mine. And then I asked the Maddies, the woman that asked the necklaces. And I said, hey, what's up with this necklace? What is this necklace? This necklace. And she looks at me and she smiles. And she said, oh, Jimena, this is no Jardao. And I was like, no Jardao? What's no Jardao? And then she says, the flying tree. And I was like, oh. And she said, it's a very special tree. And I said, why is that? And she said, well, it's a master tree. Um, so it's diet as a master plan as all the other master plans. However, this tree is very specific, very specific because this tree is mostly diet for people that are called to be maestros, that are called to be shamans, that are called to be healers, that are called to do that kind of work. And I said, oh, interesting. And I said, I feel like a really strong pull, like I must own this piece and must come with me. And then she said, oh, it's because probably the tree is calling you to diet. That was the first time I've ever heard of this tree. Then after that, I started hurting it more and more and more and more and more. And of course, in this work, in this line of work, when you start hearing something so much is because it's calling you. We have talked about it so many times on the podcast with ayahuasca, with master plans, with other kinds of medicines. Um, so, you know, of course, because this is a tree that eventually at some day I will diet. I haven't dieted yet. Um, is is usually supposed to get, it's supposed to be diet after you do a multiple of other master plans because of its potency and its sacredness is one of the most sacred trees to diet. All the other trees, I mean, all the trees are sacred, but this one, because of its potency, right? It's called the tree of light. Um, it, it, the, the, the flying tree like has you fly. So you really, it will be elevating you to places that I don't even can't comprehend, but it's pretty, pretty intense. So Fast forward to today, a year ago, I was introduced to my, my, my maestra, Angela. She is the woman that runs retreats with me down in Shaman Flora. She's our maestra. She's our shaman. She's the one that I work with. I love this woman. She's amazing. She, her work is purity. And she has dyed this tree so much. And also, actually, technically, right now, I talked to her a few minutes before our this episode. And she's currently dieting the tree. So it's really interesting that I'm doing an episode of this particular tree 
while she's dieting the tree. So it means that this is must be here. So when I met her, she brought a bunch of pipes and rings and things. And then she told me that she made them out of the Nojarao tree. And I was like, what? And then she shared with me that she works at this other center in Iquitos where they have a Nojarao tree. And it blew my mind away. I was like, what? So of course, of course that was going to happen because eventually I'm going to diet. And now I know somebody that has access to the tree to diet. And I actually have access to the tree right now in my house. I have a, a tincture that it was a gift from a really dear friend of mine and has been sitting there waiting to be worked with. However, I don't feel ready yet to do it. And that's another thing that I've talked a lot in our episodes is you got to be ready to work with this medicines. Really, really, really ready. And sometimes we don't know what that means. However, we need to ask our heart and, and check in and see if we are. And if we're not, then honor that because sometimes, sometimes we're not. And when we're not and we do it, well, then we get ready too. Because once we're in it, we're in it. But anyways, so I met her and it was wonderful because she was able to share with me so much of this tree in the last year and a half. And today I'm going to share it with you. I was going to play a recording of her sharing it. However, we have no translation of it. So if I did most of you wouldn't be able to understand because it will be in Spanish and most of you speak English. So, which is all good. And that's why I took the time to translate what she shared with me. And today I'm going to be sharing it with you. Um, most of the things that I wrote and I translated, they are Beredo. And some of the things I rewrite it in a way that it will be better to share in the space. Okay, so the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the story of this tree. So sit back and relax. And for the next couple of minutes, it's going to be a story time. This is one of the stories that I've been told in the jungle that I love the most. It's a really, really, really nice story. And it's the story of the Najarao tree and how it was found and why it was found. Um, so like I said, it's called the flying tree. It has flying abilities. It, like people that diet it, people that diet this tree, they feel like they can fly in it and they go to places. They say that they see angels and they see light. It's very, 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 very full of light. And like I said, it's a very, very, very sacred tree. This tree glows in the dark. I know. Isn't that cool? is really cool. Some of you must be like, what? Yes, it glows in the dark. It's very tall. There is only five mature trees that exist on earth at this moment that we have found. They are located in Iquitos, Peru. That's where you can find them. And there is just one baby. How did you find this tree? You can only find this tree at night. At 10 p.m., the leaves start to glow, especially during full moon. Ooh, they shine. They shine super, 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 super bright. 
Um, so that's also why it's called the tree of light because it glows in the dark. So that's another reason why this tree is a tree for those that want to be masters or that want to work in the healing space. If you guys remember when we work in healing spaces, our job is to go into the darkness and bring light into that space and then transmute it into light. So when we diet this tree, it gives us the ability to glow in the dark. How powerful is that? So imagine, imagine what you need to go through in order to bond with this tree. It's, it's, wow. You, you will need to face a lot of fears. You need to face a lot of darkness because the tree is going to be illuminating those parts of yourself as you're dieting. So you got to be able to have that mental strength and that spiritual strength and that heart strength to be able to sit with a tree of this, of this quality. Um, this tree is rich in knowledge and is also um, has the fortune, a lot of fortune and joy. And like I said, this tree calls those that are there to become maestros, like I mentioned earlier, and also those that have the ability to connect with it. That's, that's really, really important. And like I said, this tree has many folk tales, and today we're going to be talking one of them. There is um, um, a town a few hours um, up north of Pucallpa, for those of you that have been to Pucallpa, that is in Peru. Um, it's also within the area of Iquitos. That town is called Canchawaya. And the story of this town goes as follows. This town was a town that it was very disobedient to the rules and regulations of the town. One day, the shaman of this town went into the jungle and at night, and then he found a tree and he fell asleep under that tree. As he went to sleep under the tree, he had a dream. And in the dream, the tree told him, to take about 15 to 20 leaves from the tree. It's like, take my leaves, take them with you into your town, put them in a bucket of water and crunch them with your hands. In Chapivo, or like in Spanish, they don't say crunch, they say chapiar. That chapiar is you take a leaf and you crunch it with your hand and you also peel it with your fingers and you make it small and you mix it with the water and that creates some sort of like concoction for you to bathe yourself. It's very common in the Shapiwa tradition. So he woke up and then he took the leaves. He took the leaves and then he went back to the town and then he took the bucket, he filled it with water and then he started, you know, crunching the leaves and working with them and all of the things. And then he... Uh, he he got to the town and then at 5 p.m. he like start taking the water with the leaves and he starts spreading them around the town, spreading them around the town. And as he was spreading them around the town, he was screaming, no, Jadao, no, Jadao, like a crazy man, like a madman. And everybody in the town was so confused. They didn't understand why he was screaming, no, Jadao. In the dream, 
the tree also told him that when he did this, when he take the, the leaves with the water and spray it around the town, that the town was going to take off the ground and up to the sky. And the reason why this was happening was because it was a way of teaching the town lesson, right? Remember, plants will always teach us lessons. They're, that's why they're maestros, is they're, they're there to teach us something. So he said, it will take off. And so let the people know that this is going to happen so to not leave the town. So he was screaming. And then there was this child that it was very, very, very disobedient, very disobedient. And that day, the father of the child told the child, say, hey, do me a favor. Do not leave the town today. Your uncle is screaming like a crazy madman. And we know that he's the shaman of the community. And if he's doing that, it's for a reason. I have a bad feeling about it. But the child, as rebelled that he was, he told his father, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. I actually need to go fishing. Like, he's crazy. I don't care. So the kid leaves to fish. And then all of a sudden, a couple hours later, the town starts shaking. An earthquake started happening. And as it started shaking, the town started coming off the ground into the heavens. And as that, as that was happening, the kid that was fishing started coming back. And he started screaming, Kuka, Kuka, that that is basically uncle in Shapibo. So he was like, Kuka, Kuka, Avare, Kuka, Avare. That means, uncle, take me with you, take me with you. Because now the kid understood why his uncle was screaming, Nujarao, while he was throwing the leaves. But the problem was that the the town was already too way off the ground for them to throw them anything for the kid to be able to come to the town. So there is belief that this kid that stayed behind um, transformed, transformed into a dove. And in the jungle, there is a bird called Kuka. And the bird goes, Kuka, Kuka. So if you ever go to the jungle and you hear this bird, it's, it's from this tail. And this is the part that is also even more crazy. So the town that I mentioned to you, Kan Kanchawaya, like when he lived off, that town was called Kontamana or Kontamana, Kontamana. So he lived off from that area and then he flew three hours down south to the new town that we know that is called Kanchawaya. So if you ever go to this place, I actually looked it up on the map. I looked it up in the map and it's like this tiny little community. It's like really small. They, and you find a local, they're most likely will tell you the story because he has passed on and on and on and on from generations and that place believes much in this tree. I mean, and the tree is very real. I'm not making this up. 
um, the tree is exist is a very very real tree. Um, and it's a tree that when you dye it, um, it shows you a lot of things. It teaches you a lot of things. And when you want to dye this tree, right? If if any of you that are listening to this recording and you feel called to dye this tree at some point in your career, the one request that the tree asks is for you to come to it with so much humility and so much respect and intention of clarity and ask like you will ask your God for something with reverence and, and say, please, I, I want to work with you for you to give me your energy for you to, um, teach me your wisdom. So then I can be a master and I can help others the way that you help others. Um, and, and you got to ask for permission, right? It's something that I mentioned a lot is the importance of asking for permission from this consciousness. And when you, you really think about yourself and you think about when someone comes into your life, they're not going to just bust into your life. And if they do, you will not allow it. So it's the same thing with this consciousness. We got to be respectful and understand that they are also living creation, even though they don't speak like us or they don't behave like us or very different. They do have a consciousness. Um, so now, now we're going to talk about the logistics. So how is uh, No Joidao dieta structure? And it's very similar to other dietas. Um, the same thing, you get isolated for a minimum of 10 days um, in like a place where not a lot of people have access to, only the maestra or the maestro. Um, you drink the root of the tree um, three times throughout your dieta. So you will go in into an ayahuasca ceremony on day one. And then after your ayahuasca ceremony, you will come out. And then after you come out, you would isolate yourself. And then that that day, you will start your first Nujarao drink. So you will drink that that day in the afternoon. And then the next day, you will drink again. And then the third day, during the time that you're drinking, you're having a dry fast. So you're actually not eating. You are drinking water. If for some reason you need to eat something during those three days, the maestra will know and she will allow for you to have something as boil rice, boil plantain, egg, and just have like a very bland diet just to give you enough strength. And same with like other plants, other master plants, you will only have access to your personal belongings, like your clothes, your toothpaste, your brush, but you won't have access to colors or instruments or yoga mats or exercise routines or any of that kind because you got to minimize distractions. You won't have a watch. You won't know what time is it. You will have a journal and a pen for you to journal. You could have allies like mapacho and agua de florida and agua de ruda. And you can also have palo santo and things like that, that can help you ground and 
you know, cleanse and, and purify. Uh, but other than that is that the structure for all master plans or for most master plans are, are pretty much the same. So this is that, guys. This is Nojarao. is an incredible tree. I really enjoy sharing this information with you and, and learning myself more about this plant. If any of you that are listening are interested in learning more, uh, please uh, reach out to me at info at shamanflora.com and I will do my best to give you all my research and everything that I have. And if any of you that have an opinion or have experience or know about this tree and want to share your experience with me, which I will love to hear or would like to bring it to the podcast, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at Shaman Flora on Instagram, or you can also uh, email me. I also love to bring my listeners as guests and have a really, really good time. So have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and of your month. And I'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this magical voyage. Your presence means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on your preferred platform and catch our next episode next Wednesday. Your support spreads the wisdom of plant medicine far and wide. And remember to connect with our community on Instagram, join our Facebook group at Shaman Flora, or visit our website for exclusive content and resources at shamanflora.com. Until next Wednesday, and friends, stay inspired, stay connected, and let the healing power of the plants illuminate your path. Many blessings to you, and thank you for being part of the Shaman Flora family.